welcome to Oaken Bros 2.0, Oaken Bros 2020. Coming live from Hicksville, Long Island, the North Shore, ugh, Hicksville. You know, it's the worst name for a town. <laughs> you know, this, where's your studio? Uh, Hicksville. Well, I like Bumpkin, it. Bumpkin, Bumpkin Town. Looks can be deceiving. That's very true. As they say. Yeah, we're in our new studio, North Shore of Long Island. Very yeah. excited for this. We got brand new microphones. We got the same microphones that Gary V and Joe Rogan use. We got Panasonic 4K cameras. We redid our lighting. Uh, Michael was tasked with uh, being the interior decorator. Yeah. And uh, so I got my degree in <laughs> interior decorating. Well, you know, we, we, we put things here that represented us. It represented our journey as, you know, from boys to men and, uh, you know, taking what we learned all th throughout these years. We're big into pop culture. So, right. you know, behind you, I, I love that picture of the. Uh, the turtles. The turtles. Yeah, I mean, I know. obviously, um, I just turned 37 a few days ago, January 3rd. Happy birthday, bro. Thank you. And like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was, it was I mean, that was, was yours. Every, that was everything to me. Right. And over your, your left shoulder, <laughs> I don't even want to say what it is. I want the people to leave comments down below. Guess on the... Uh, what movie that's from. That, guess what movie is that from? Someone, the first person who guesses gets a prize. Yeah. I don't F know we'll what prize we'll do. I don't know we were doing prizes now. Sure. Okay. See if, see if they're paying attention. Sure. <laughs> so either guess on LinkedIn or guess on YouTube. What's that photo? What movie is that picture from? And right there. and no one, you know, we told a couple people, Anthony, Carl, and Vinny, that doesn't apply to you guys. Yeah, they don't count. Right. But that, everyone, everyone who's seen our studio, everyone that walked in, the first thing they gravitate towards is the dice picture. Yeah. You know, and I think the dice represent us. And listen, we're gamblers. Yep. And I think as entrepreneurs, you have to, you have to gamble and craps is like business that's our game and uh you know you can roll the dice and you can get hot but you know you can be a good craps player absolutely just like you can be a good businessman absolutely a good business person what was your first craps game the first time you ever played dice legally or uh, no no <laughs> illegally seriously i mean I, well, I was playing craps since i was 16. right uh yeah we we had a run at the mirage that was your first craps game yeah you're right yeah yeah yeah, and I w and to learn, I, I learned on the computer right. to uh, to learn how to play. But yeah, we're a family of gamblers, mm -hmm. and uh, this podcast is a gamble. And that's what when I saw that picture, I said that canvas art. I had to get it. The dice represent you and me, right? Mm -hmm. We're the same, but we come up different. And listen, every day, every minute, you roll the dice to, see, to see what number comes up. Hundred percent. And uh, you know, it's all about being the right place, the right time, and putting your uh, best foot forward. A lot of this stuff, I didn't want to get movie posters, right? Uh, you right. Know, I want to get references, references, and art that represent us, right? Right. Um, and I saw this poster online. It was a uh, uh, Scarface. I mean, well, you know, the the, the, the greatest listen, movies ever made. And obviously, we're not gangsters, but correct. The world is yours. And I don't know if you can see that on the camera, but on the blimp, it says the world is yours. Right. And I had then, so many and links. Then my favorite, Doc Brown. You like the Doc Brown fan art? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it represents. I just think it's back to the future. You know, yeah. that Doc is a, uh, you know, he manipulates time. You know, right. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't, I just like, I great, liked it. It was either picture. that or Django from Django Unchained. It's a great picture. Thank you. Thank you. But yes, I, I chose so, everything here. Moving on. Yes. We covered the studio. Yes. And anyone that wants to come on, just shoot Eric a LinkedIn post. Yeah. Or, we, we have a lot of, 
Uh, we have a lot of great guests upcoming. We have a lot of people, yeah. some real heavy hitters in the travel industry, uh, some entertainment people, uh, business owners. So we have some people lined up. Right. We're very excited. What I wanted to talk about is kind of the state of our LinkedIn postings, what we've learned, because we haven't really spoken about it in a while. And uh, we, me and Harvey, Harvey and I, we threw out a test where we made one of those carousel images right around the time when we did Harris's uh, Vimeo podcast. Vimeo podcast. Mm -hmm. And the responses on the carousels have been amazing because like the we'll, we'll, we're going to make video clips of this so like what i'm talking about now is going to be a video clip uh -huh. but we're going to make a carousel and what those are is it's just a pdf document that you go and you upload and it goes page by page and if you make it uh fancy enough even though it's very it's very easy like we're, we're not artists harvey is an artist he's an editor we're bullshit artists we're bullshit artists we're master <laughs> bullshit artists so all we're doing is and harvey if you want to throw up one of them to show what it looks like We'll take a stick figure of my head or Michael's head, throw it on a stick body, and we'll basically... It's a pretty accurate body type, by yeah. the way, for you. Shredded, skinny. <laughs> skinny <laughs> and, fat, maybe. And, and you swipe on LinkedIn, and the engagement rates on those carousels are unbelievable. Well, what do you think it is? Like, why, why I think is it's, that? I think it's easy to consume. I think it's easier than video. Really? Yeah, because you read one line at a time. There's art. So it's eye catching mm -hmm. and it's interesting to me. It's very comic booky. Yeah. And it's a comic strip. We Harvey and I call them carousels because we're not technically making comics. Right. But actually we are, maybe we should start calling them comic strips, but right. The, the engagement the rate is amazing. And those things for us are getting thousands and thousands and thousands of views. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially that. when you get, take a stick figure, you put your big head on it. <laughs> it catches people's eyes. But right. not only that, you can you can follow it. It's not all about just having a fancy image. You can follow it up and have uh, actually decent content behind it. Mm -hmm. And you can give value. Mm -hmm. And like our most successful one, we were talking about business travel. Right. And we gave three tips, which I, you know, we, you and I were just talking about it. Right. And then Harvey went and just, you know, he went through the episode and he just grabbed it and he made a comic strip about it. Right. And I'm like. Oh, you know, whatever he's talking about, like how, do, why, how is that going to resonate? Because it seems like such common sense to me. Uh -huh. That thing got comments, likes and hits. I wish our video clips were getting that many, mm -hmm. but they're not. Maybe with the new studio set up, mm -hmm. we'll be able to get some more traction. Uh -huh. But like every this whole sentence that I just spoke about, that's going to be a comic book. Really? Yeah. A comic strip. And not only that, it's driving viewership to the podcast on YouTube. Really? Yeah. It's very, very cool. That was his idea? No, it was my idea. To do the comic strip? Yeah. Gary V said animation is huge. Well, he's not uh, doing animation. No, I but mean, he, 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 he drew like a, like a... Yeah, he's doing comic strip. Comic strip. Which we're going to do. Um, right. I, was, I wanted to talk about it with Harvey, but I just, I wanted to hire an artist to go and make 20 sketches of us in a comic book form mm -hmm. and then Harvey can then go and take those sketches and like how many mouth movements do you need? You need like open, you know, how right. many different types of movements can you make? And then we can then go and take those and we can reuse those. We don't have, to, you don't have to keep remaking the sketch of yourself. You mm -hmm. can just keep reusing it for whatever is saying on that caption. Okay. Cause like we go like that, uh, you know, and right. then, 
and then you can just go from comic book to comic book to comic book and actually have us. And then, but that you can put in trees or desks, you know, right, all that course. stuff you can go and buy online. Well, animation's unlimited. It just takes time to actually create this it. This isn't our animation. These are like cartoons. Well, anim- animation's like moving. These are, oh, like, right, you know, okay. like these are cartoons, but you, you know, any, but stills, the right. point is anybody can go and do this, right? This isn't, this isn't hard stuff. You can go to upwork.com, go hire somebody and you can get these, these things made for five, $10, right? This like you, all you have to do, you just have to try and do it. Right. So that was, I'm, I'm been, glad you did it. It's a, it's a definite, um, uh, what do you call, uh, just another added thing to our content strategy. Right. An- another item that we can promote and when i first saw it i'm like oh that's cute you know that's really cool i'm like oh i you know yeah i, I don't i think this is going to get 50 views right Two thousand views later yeah no at least two thousands like not a lot with those really for yeah for what us. have what have you been averaging seven eight thousand views no shit yeah. really yeah it's been it's been amazing <sighs> okay yeah yeah who would have thought yeah i would have never thought that would have worked me neither, but that's why you just have to try. Yeah, of course, of course. And the subscribers, we, we nearly doubled the subscribers. We're at 55 subscribers? Yeah, yeah, I'm thrilled about that. That's really cool. I, you know, I think that it's getting past friends and family. No, that's how it always is. Yeah, like we're at that cusp now. Uh, we're I like, we're I recognize majority of the subscribers. Right. And a lot of them are from LinkedIn. Right. They're fans of LinkedIn and then they're subscribing on YouTube. Right. But you know, listen. Our market isn't necessarily YouTube per se. The, the over, yeah. Do I want to become YouTube famous? Sure. But you know, we have to do some really stupid things to get YouTube famous. Lift up your shirt. Not happening. Come on, come on. Maybe on the uh, on the comic strip, you could lift up my shirt, <laughs> <laughs> reveal a six pack, and right. make sure my pecs look good. You yeah. know. So if is that. That's going to be a driver for you for your for 2020, right? Like you're oh, going to be the comic, out. the comic strips. We're putting out a comic strip a day. Really? Yeah. Yeah. After this podcast, because like we needed we needed to, the content to create. Right. For the comic strip. That's great. I yeah. can't wait. I want to mention. I want to shift gears a little bit. I want to say how this is my most favorite time of the year. Why is that? Um, business wise. Right. Coming off a break, a two week. Disney vacation, right? Where your kids are running 103 fever in Disney. In Disney, and you can't really go anywhere or do anything. So you drive, you know, you catch up on your Netflix, you catch up on your, you know, Apple TV Plus shows, and um, and then you come to work to relax. Right. This is relaxing to me. Right. One of the funniest things Kevin ever told me was when I had my son, and he was I was home for you know a couple weeks taking care of him helping Sharon and everything this is mind you this is 11 years ago 11 and a half years ago and it was great it was good but Kevin's like he called me he's like are you ready to come back to work to relax said the same thing to me right when you had Hallie and Zach. right yeah yeah because it is true because as you know it's a lot of work that our wives put into taking care of the kids and everything and um well no doubt working here is easier than raising a baby 100 percent 100 percent Absolutely. And that stuff's exhausting. Taking two weeks. We, you know, it wasn't two weeks. We were gone for about 11 days and, you know, it wasn't much of a vacation. It rained every day. So it was hard to get on uh, the outdoor rides. But the stuff we did do, we had a great time. But it was ready. Couldn't wait to get back to work. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's great. Like the Golden Globes were yesterday. And oh, New Year's. And then yeah, yeah. it was. It's but just, I'm just saying, like, Golden Globes is like the official kickoff right. to the rest of the year. We have CES tomorrow. 
um, which I hope to publish this by tomorrow. So that's that quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So CES is today. That's my favorite event. Yeah, we had that is my absolute favorite. We had event. January is just event after event after event. Right. And um, Again. you guys will be seeing all the content. Yeah. So we're going to be posting, you know, we're going to. It really starts with New Year's in Vegas. Yeah. New Year's in Vegas is just, it, I mean, it used to be massive. No, it was, it was it, good. It was we, very we, big. We had, a, we had a great, we had a great New Year's in Vegas. We had a lot of house cars for a lot of different clients. But um, getting to, getting to this point of the year, I wake up at five in the morning saying, yes, let's January go. 6th, let's go. Yeah. Th- this yeah, is exciting. exciting for me. Yeah. You know, well, just because there was always it was such a long, oh my God. It's, it's such a long drag until you can just get started again while your projects kind of pause. Like we stopped recording this. Right. And then we set this up pretty quick, though. Yeah. It took, it took a while. You know, there, there I mean, there, there's glitches. You got to hook things up. The frame rate is we, blah, blah, blah. We wanted we set this up before we left for Disney. Right. Everything was in. Everything was set up. And then we came in on New Year's. To start really, yeah, we were here New Year's Day, which I, which I sent some pictures. I posted some pictures that we right. finished, you know, setting everything up and right, right. But this this jan- starts January, December thirty first. It really starts with New Year's, and then it goes right into Memorial Day. Yeah, where it's just event after event after event. Yeah, well, you know, it. like Golden Globe started award season. Correct. And then it's a it's a short season this year. And then when are the Oscars? Like February eighth or something. February 9th, I think. It's it's Super Bowl than Oscars. Hey Siri, when is the Oscars 2020? 92nd Academy Awards is on Sunday, February 9th. What did I say? Did I say the 9th? I think I said the 8th, but whatever, February 9th. So that yeah. that's going to close out the uh, awards. Oh, Harvey just sent me a carousel. Post it up on this podcast if you can. Yeah. Four principles to success. I don't know if we can see it there, but it's a picture of my mom. But yeah, these things are awesome. So you're going to be seeing these today, which is January. What day is today? I think the 6th, right? Yeah, January 6th. Yeah. Yeah, so we uh, love this time of year. Yes. Love what we're doing. We have a lot of goals for 2020. We're big. I'm big on goals. Vision boards, goals, mm-hmm. asking the universe for things. Like we're, like we're set up for 2020. 100%. We know. And, and there's going to be surprises. Mm-hmm. There's going to be stuff that's coming through that w- wasn't on our I want list. Right. Right. It wasn't on it wasn't on the company vision board. Right. Because that's what happened in 2019. Right. The stuff we accomplished in 2019. Mm-hmm. We, you know, I, I don't we don't talk numbers much, but we were up 20 percent. Yeah. Which was just massive. Yeah. It was huge. Um, 2020, if things are going, I'm knocking on wood. I mean, so far, January is dynamite. And we're <clears> only six days in. Right. You know, but yeah, you know, you have to set yourself up for success. Like right. you, you, you have to plan your goal out. And we've been planning 2020 since 2019. Yep, absolutely. And 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 we know which direction that we're going in, and we're already starting to plan 2021. Absolutely. What's on the docket there? Even though 2020 just began, you have to know where you're going. To me, making vision boards has been so instrumental, and a lot. And it, looking at it every day. There's vision board apps on your phone. I go and I create an actual, I get a cork board from Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I do two of them. I do one for the company and I do one for the house. 
and personally, every, personally, yeah. And every year, my kids and I, Sharon gets involved, but she, you know, Sharon just wants health and happiness. She doesn't care about anything. She's, right. you know, maybe, maybe a Chanel bag <laughs> for Christmas she's or gonna something. Get, she's gonna get that. Anyway. She's gonna get that anyway. Exactly, <laughs> a Chanel bag for her birthday or something, but a Gucci bag. Um, but creating these vision boards really, I mean, we do it as a project in my house, and we do it every New Year's, where I bet I get this vision board from Amazon. I get a, a cork board from Amazon. And we go online, my kids and I, and we say like, all right, guys, what do we want? What do we want for the new year? And we type in, you know, oh, Kayla wants to go back to SeaWorld. You know what Zachary wants? A hoverboard. A hoverboard, which he right. got. Michael, what? for my birthday, <laughs> Michael got me a hoverboard, which is that the thing. The greatest which, present which I've you, ever which bought. You stand on, which yeah. you stand on. And like my son, he's five years old, and, and he... He talks like, hey, dad, I'm so happy Michael bought me this hoverboard. I'm like, hold on a minute, son. I'm like, hold on Michael bought me Michael bought me that hoverboard. I did. But I totally identify with my son because I would have loved. I, I love the gift, but I would have right. loved that gift if I was a five-year-old boy. Right. He hasn't walked in three days. Because we put it in our basement. I don't want to put it outside and ruin it. And plus, it's too cold outside to do anything. So we put it in our basement. The, the the boy hasn't walked in our basement. <laughs> she hoverboards everywhere. <laughs> I, you know, she, we were in, we were in Disney, hmm. and Sharon's like, "What are we getting Eric for his birthday?" And I'm like, "I don't know." So I typed in. I was I was searching because we were home doing nothing. Mm -hmm. I typed in uh, "best presents for a bro," not a brother for a bro. And there was this website that brought me to it. It was like you know, a whiskey create you know set or. A bourbon making set. I'm like, I can get him a bourbon. He's not, you know, whatever. For his four drinks a year, he's not going to, you know, appreciate this. And then it came across a hoverboard. I said, that's it. I said, it's not even a question. So for uh, for any 37-year-olds out there. <laughs> get them, a, get get, them a hoverboard. Get them a hoverboard. They're going <laughs> to love it. Do you love it? It's a lot of fun. I was getting the hang of it yesterday. I was doing really, really well. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But when I when took I first, it out of your... When I first got on, like, uh, the lower back, like, right above your butt crack. Twinged. Like, I was like, ooh. Yeah, I got like a twinge when like when you get up, it's like, it's like comfortable if you sit down, but if you get up, it just feels like like something was lagging on it. Yeah, like pushing the, on the it. The Peloton was worse. Yeah, the Peloton. Was yeah, much we were worse. we returned our Pelotons. Yeah, we, we that was were stupid. Not, we were not cut out for Pelotons. No. If you are, good for all you. All the power to you. Keep doing Pelotons. We are too weak apparently to do the Peloton. I've moved muscles. I never. <laughs> I, I couldn't walk. I felt I felt like I was paralyzed after the Peloton workout. But anyway, I digress. You know, I did buy, I bought myself a boxing machine for Christmas this year. So I'm getting it. So I want to learn how to box. Congratulations. Decks and people I don't like. You love everybody. I do. That's very true. I only hug and kiss people. Yes. Anyway, um, got you the hoverboard. I don't know where that was going, but I just, I'm the greatest brother in the I world. I think we were talking you. about my birthday. Yeah. Yeah, my birthday's January 3rd. LinkedIn. No, no, no. Hold no, on no. one second. Okay. All right. I, I remember it was about vision boards. That's fine. Right. LinkedIn. Thank you for everybody wishing me happy birthday. What was that? I don't know. Never in my life. I've never been on Facebook. I haven't been on Twitter. You right. know, so I, I don't have any online social media profiles. I must have gotten three to 400 happy birthdays privately messaged to me. It started Vince. Vince Portofino, I hope I'm saying your name right, but he's from CD Limo in Australia. One of our oldest affiliates. One of our oldest affiliates was the first person to wish me a happy birthday on January 2nd, New York time. And then he wished me a happy birthday at like noon. Yeah. But apparently it was like 7.30 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. So He got the alert. Yeah, he got the alert. He wished me a happy birthday on January 2nd, even though it was January 3rd in Australia. And then after that, it was 
all night. I had to turn off my alerts on my phone because I kept getting messaged from then everyone overseas. And then in the morning, all the East Coasters. And then by 12, 1 o'clock, I had all the people from California. It was just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And I'm, awesome. I, I was still getting happy birthdays today. Oh, really? I swear to God. From who? Say too late. <laughs> You're three it was, days too it was, late. It was a, I couldn't believe it, but thank you. Thank you for the happy birthday wishes. And I'm not I'm not the type of person that actually cares about my birthday. I don't care at all. No, I do. Michael loves his birthday. It's Memorial Day weekend every year. How could you not appreciate a birthday like that, especially when the weather's nice? My birthday's on New Year's. New Year's is better. Not really. Actually, you have a very cool birthday. You're done with it. Yeah. I was the oldest in the grade. I drove first. Yep. Yep. Anyway, so. we're talking birthdays. We're talking hoverboards. <laughs> this is a, this is a, a typical Oak and Bros podcast. Back to vision boards. Vision boards. For people that don't do vision boards, you're missing out. The way Eric says, don't do LinkedIn, you're missing out. Vision boards, writing down what you want, you set goals. Up, you set yourself up for success and it gives a visual, visualization that you that you concentrate on. Yeah. And there's multiple ways you can do it. You can right. do it via app, you can do it on a corkboard. I keep it in my head. Really? So, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just a form of meditation. Like I, I know what I want. Right. I don't have to, me personally, I don't have to necessarily put it on a board. It's just a constant and never ending evolution of things that I want. Right. Now for me, I mean, well, you're looking at it every day. It just makes me. Well, listen, what you want, I want. So I get to see your vision board at work. So yeah, I count that true. as mine. This is true. Yeah. But for people who are not doing vision boards, you're missing out. You're not setting goals. We have our goals for 2020. It's done. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there will be some surprises and, you know, some misses too. I, I don't. You know, last year we didn't really have many misses. No. You know, the year before that we had a couple misses, but last year was just... It was dynamite. It was a craps roll that didn't want to end. And it's still going. Yeah, we didn't seven out. We did not... Seven out means that, you know, you hit your point and... Well, we hit some sevens, but it was when we were on the pass line. Right. Right when you needed to come in. Right. That's a... I'm glad you said that. (laughs) I'm really glad you said that. Listen, you know, it's... uh, I firmly believe that attitude is the first step to success mm-hmm. and for us. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, But your attitude is what's programming your subconscious mind. Right. That if you're programming your subconscious mind with like, we're going to do it. This is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this thing on the uh, on our docket for 2020. We mentioned it in the past, but our expansion, expansion internationally, yeah, no, more cities nationally. I mean, it's it's there. Yeah, no, twenty twenty is is all but set up. Yeah, for us to you know yeah. you know, we're gonna have to start planning what we want to do at twenty twenty one with that. Yeah, yeah, we started planning twenty twenty in early nineteen. Yeah, you know, we knew exactly what we wanted, and uh, you know, there's some companies that didn't make it in twenty nineteen. It was pretty. It was a pretty um, some of our uh, competitors. Yeah, and, and and it's a shame the industry is changing. Yeah, it's, it, it, it sucks, to be honest. And you know, everyone says, oh, your competitors are out. That must be great. No, I don't, I don't like hearing that. No. You know, we have, there's a competitor now that's supposedly being bought by another company. And we're sad to see that. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, companies like that are an institution. Yep. And, you know, we're not happy about it. But, you know, it's not our business. Yeah. No, listen, people have to run their... Run their lives and run their business the way they, they seem fit. I mean, Eric and I are definitely... we're putting our cards on the table here and showing how we're running BLS. Yep. And there are changes happening at our company too. Yep. You know, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of new projects in the pipeline that are 
going to change the, I guess, facade of the company? That's going to change the well, way. You know, definitely 2019 was our coming out party. Yep. And, you know, we changed the face of that. Right. Uh, already, you know, for the first quarter this year, we're going to be in a few magazines. <laughs> um, and it's, it's not, it's not what I mean. You know, it's not Forbes. It's not Forbes. But it's. Hey, it's, you it's, know what? It, I was in Forbes. You were in Forbes. Monsterland made Forbes. Yeah. On must-read lists, I think twenty eighteen. And I may add that the opportunity for the magazines was all from LinkedIn. Both of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all from LinkedIn, and it was, it was all it was all because we're posting content, and it's just it one thing leads to another, and that's different for us because we were a very private company, and we knew when we made the decision that we were going to start posting online, we knew these opportunities would have come our way because we have an interesting company because we do things. Interestingly, are you going to say what magazines are? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. It's not Premier Magazine. As it, as it unfolds. Okay. But we're, he's, he's coming tomorrow. I know. And you know who you are. Um, and uh, which this will be live tomorrow. But uh, we're, we're, we're doing a whole expose on the company. He's coming to take photos. Well, what did we do last Friday? Yeah. Yeah. We, we did a whole photo shoot, which I also posted online. We did, we did headshots for the website. Yeah, we got to get L.A., Vegas, Atlanta, and, and everyone else to go and po- take their match the photos, whatever we just did. Yep. Um, but we did the the New York management team, and then we did a whole photo shoot for a magazine uh, for a magazine that's going to be coming out. Right. And uh, a business, a real, a really cool business yeah. magazine. And we, uh, you know, we did the interview with them. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, that was. Yeah. But yeah, you know, th- this is unusual for us. We were always a very private company. Right. Anybody who knows us, especially in the industry, knows that we're very private. And um, we still technically are. Yeah. But we don't reveal who we drive. We don't, we're yeah, not. but no, nobody does that. But uh, whatever the case, we're putting ourselves out there and it works. So we, we, enjoy, we enjoy the new face of of what we're doing it's and, it's, and it's nice right. it's nice to puff your chest it's nice to show off and it's nice to yeah but we're not doing it for that it, it's cool that we're it's it's interesting that like people wished you a happy birthday right because you technically are famous now i don't know about that no 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 i think that you know listen gary v is a normal dude right but if i saw gary v in a restaurant i go up to him and i go dude i'm a huge fan right i think people are doing that to you it's I think some, people on, on some level, right? People that know, you know, you, right. You know, like one of my good friends, Sammy texts me. He's like, yo, he's like, tell your brother happy birthday. I'm like, you tell him, here's a cell phone number. I right. love you, my brother, you know, big shout out to Sam, Sammy J. But like, um, the poker, <laughs> one of our, our good poker friends. We got him, have him on here. Yeah. I would love to have Sammy. I think he's in the, uh, is in the energy sector. You know, he was, a, his family was a big builders and he moved to the energy sector. Great guy. Um, Anyway, I, I think that this, uh, there is some fame to this, but not like Brad Pitt fame, right? No, I think it's, it's all relative. Right. If you're um, in front of a camera and putting yourself out there, I think people are going to know. All I know is every convention trade show that I go to that's industry related, everyone's always saying stuff about the podcast, about the stuff that we're doing on LinkedIn. And then not only that, the best part about doing this is we go visit clients. Yeah. And the clients, they know that we got the new Tesla. They right. know that we opened up in Chicago. They know all this because we're putting it out there. Right. And we're putting out eight, I mean, across all of social media, we're easily putting out 20 pieces of content a day. 
Right. You should be doubling down on that. No, we are. Right. And that's a lot. It's a lot of content to come out with. Right. It's a, it's a lot. Every single day, we're a limousine service. Right. So, <laughs> you know, that that's, you have to, you have to make it interesting. You have to make it creative. Right. And, you know, what we put out here, we'll change it a little bit for this platform. Um, and I think what we're, what we're trying to get with is that you have to, you want to put yourself out there uh, to get things in return, right? And we're not getting, we're not doing this, oh, we're going to get this in return. We're putting ourselves out there to show people that we're normal, right? Yeah. Um, it, it lifts the veil. It lifts the veil on who we are. Um, and it also, yeah. we, we made a post about it. it. It puts us like, this is a very natural environment for us where it's, we're in our work clothing. Sorry. This is our work clothing. You know, we're in our work clothing. When we're going to see clients, we obviously dress up. Harvey showed that I'm wearing my Timberlands. I'm wearing Uggs. It snowed a quarter of an inch. I'm wearing my Timberlands today. I'm wearing Uggs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it shows us in a natural environment. We get to to set our own tone. Right. And we get to, there's no mystery behind what we're doing. What, What we're saying goes. Yeah. And I think that that's invaluable. It's also a nice platform to have for when, um, you know, what I wanted to get to was going to see clients and they, and they, they existing clients watch it because they're interested in you. Right. And then new clients glance at it. And then when they see you, they recognize you. Right. And then it creates a sense of recognition where some ice has already been broken. I got to tell you a real quick story. I went to a convention. I think it was in November. Um, it was Lou, Lou, Lou um, Malagero. I'm, I'm botching his BTN last name. Group. BTN Group. Big Great. shout out to Lou. Yeah. He's been instrumental in our growth. And um, there was someone there from a huge financial institu- institution mm-hmm. who uh, pulled me aside. And we're an RFP with this company now. And he's like, I got to tell you, I went to um, the DMV. Ju- I went, no, jury duty. Jury duty. He was in jury duty. He's like, you know, I didn't know where this was going. <laughs> like, did I do something wrong? Did, you know, did you do a test ride and we botched it? Like, what what happened? You know, he's like, I don't know. Listen, he's like, he's like, and I started scrolling on LinkedIn <laughs> and I saw you and your brother's podcast. I'm like, oh, and I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for the hammer to drop, right? I'm waiting right. for the shoe to drop to say like, you can't be doing this if you're bidding for our work. I want. I want. I was waiting for something, so, and I'm not a negative person, but I was waiting for something so horrible to come from this guy's mouth. And he's like, "I sat there for four hours and I listened to your four podcasts." <laughs> and he's like, "I loved it. I was floored, and it was so." I didn't realize the the reach of LinkedIn. That's number one. That that was the first thing I thought of. Like Jesus Christ, LinkedIn really makes you famous. Yep. If you put yourself out there in that manner. It's as good as TV. Yep. Okay. Uh, the second thing I thought of is um, everyone is watching you. Yep. It, this guy was so random. He's not my friend. I, I think we're connected on LinkedIn. Yeah. You know, you know like, we're, we're obviously we're getting to know each other now. You, yes. Yeah. And we and I believe we did win the RFP. I think we did. We're, we did. Right. Yeah, we're yeah, in yeah, contract we're, with them we're now. Di- we're discussing the contract now. Right. And, and building know, out all the SLAs and stuff. We're iron, ironing everything out right now. But this, you know, so who's listening to this right now? You know, when, when this goes live tomorrow, right? January right. 7th-ish, right? Who is going to listen to this and go, you know, this is a two guys own a really big business. Let's give them a shot. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and it's happening. Just one thing. Listen, the minute that I see you book with us, the minute that, uh, you know, I know that we're going to a meeting or I meet you, I'm connecting on LinkedIn because I want to share what we have to say. Yeah. Because it just, it builds out character and it builds out comfort. Yeah. What do you think dad's fear was about not being famous? And, and I'm putting that in quotes because it's I don't not. Know. I, I th- why I was dad, why think, why did he? I want... think it was just a different style, and I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that style. Right. You obviously you can build a very someone nice, told successful you, business. Someone told you. Uh, no, someone told me through a personal message. He, uh, we're going to get him on the podcast soon. Someone told me you're putting out too much. You're revealing too much. And I didn't agree with that. Yeah. I love this man more than anything. Everyone's entitled to opinion. 100%. 100%. And if they don't want to put out one piece of content a week, that's great. That works for them. This, I believe, is working for us. Yeah. I, and, and, and to say it works for everybody, I mean, that's a blanket statement. Sure. I think that if you put out content and you put out enough valuable, entertaining things to say, um, I think it could reap some type of rewards. But it's, it's constant work in progress. Like, I also wanted to do a big shout out. I'm using this service called Cleverly. Never heard of it. Cleverly is a service that automates reaching out to people that you want to reach out to. Right. So let's say you're a locksmith. Shout out to Matthew. What I'm at. And you want to reach out to uh, building managers. But obviously searching, doing, it's, it's doable, right. but you just have to sit and you have to do it. What Cleverly does is they automate that. So they build out a whole template for you. Right. And uh, they, you build out your intro, uh-huh. uh, your your intro sentence that says, "Hey, I'd like to connect." I'm trying to build my network, right? Then they connect, and then you do a follow up, and you say, "Hey, I have a podcast. If you want, want you take a listen." Then, if they respond, then you can then go and have a conversation with them, mm-hmm. and it automates it for you, and easily, you know. And I did that to our specific markets, and I'm picking up. 30, 40 new connections targeted that I want to reach every single day. It's fascinating. So who thought of this shit? Everybody who's clever, there's something for it, you know. Like who, like, I'm going to come up and, with and, it. And they automate it. I, I don't know how much it costs, but it's whatever it is, it's worth it. Right. Um, and uh, so yeah, Harvey, like post that. Clever. Put it out there. We'll, we'll make a post about it and, and link back to them. But it's a very cool tool. Highly, highly recommended. If you want, we can do it for your profile to build out your network too. Do whatever you want. No, you, you gotta fucking do it. No, you do it. I'm fucking not. doing your work. I read this incredible book, and I'm in awe of this man. I'm gonna sh- shift gears here for a second. We were in Florida, couldn't go anywhere. Alex was running 103 fever. He's better now, but it was it was pretty bad. Um, and uh, I took Kayla out for a little bit. We went to a few of the parks, but ultimately like I caught up on my movies and I caught up on my documentaries and all that stuff. Right. But I also read um, Ride of a Lifetime. Harvey put that up there by Robert Iger. What a book. I didn't read it yet. Yeah. Mandatory. Don't, I, yeah, I know. I, I love I'm not those, gonna, there's those no spoiler. Yeah. There's no spoiler. They bought Lucasfilm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But he t- he is an unbelievable CEO. Beyond yeah. Eric, beyond. It, it's easy to say he's, that he's from a, reading the news. He's a very special guy because this man works. He took an amazing company and made it better. I know, and and, it, like, and he talks about that because Eisner really took Disney. He defined the nineties. I and he, it was Eisner, Katzenberg, Frank Wells. Those, those guys those, they turned Disney from you know a little shop, little you know Walt and Roy's little. Mm-hmm. It was huge back then, but turned it into the global powerhouse, and then Eisner. 
doubled down on it. Yeah. My God. And, and it was so fascinating. One of the best chapters in the book was when he was becoming CEO, that, that he was in the running. It was him versus Meg Whitman from eBay. Okay. Um, no spoilers here. I mean, he became CEO, but um, the process he had to go through, this man is the most coolest, calmest, collected person. And, and they tried to break him of that. They, they, were, they were stressing him out. They kept asking the same questions. And he was flying from coast to coast consistently being interviewed. And he wanted the job. But he said this sentence in there. My God. I, and I, I, I eared it. I earmarked it. Um, every other page is just earmarked because the wisdom this man has, the advice he has, not reacting. And that's something that I'm learning for myself. Mm-hmm. It's just not reacting. I am was a reactor yeah yeah you know you you have to work on that absolutely i'm not a reactor no you're not right no you're not um and and the pressure i i was getting stressed reading this the pressure he had to go through to get to this position he wasn't a shoo-in you would think like oh bob Iger, he's he was the coo and michael eisner put him as coo and him getting to that next step to me as an outsider someone sitting at their desk you would think, oh yeah, Bob Iger's next. Here's here's the contract. It's nothing like that. The shit he had to go of through course. buying Pixar. He has the oh Eric. He talks about Steve Jobs. How him and Steve Jobs got so close that Steve Jobs loved Bob Iger and Bob Iger loved Steve Jobs. They developed this bond, and Steve trusted him. It, you, please, people, you want to learn about leadership. You want to learn about. Um, uh, staying calm under really in stressful circumstances. He opens the book with two of the most horrible things, the shooting at the Pulse nightclub and how it affected the staff. He has some of the Alan Braverman. Um, he's got some insane staff around him, just these, these incredible people. They were in Shanghai when the, uh, the, the shooting happened. Um, and then, you know, when, when that little boy died uh, at the park, um, yeah, at the hotel, eaten by an alligator. Yeah, well, yeah. no, he was. He, I think, he, uh, the boy was uh, was drowned. Um, the call Iger had to make, the, the stress this man has to go through, and keeping calm right. under everything, not losing it. I, 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 I would. That's what that's that's what it takes to be to be a CEO of yep. one of the greatest corporations in existence that's, that's ever been created in in the history of the world. Hundred percent. We, the, I take, the continued success and the continued right moves is just so unheard of. Right. It's unbelievable. Yes. They just bought five. And like, what are they going to do at Planet of the Apes now? You know, just, and then like, are they going to make Planet of the Apes universe now? I don't know. At one of the parks. It's the sustained awesomeness. Yeah. It, it's, in, it's inspiring. And, and that's what I was trying to get at that, you know, if what Disney does BLS should do, you know, like to, 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 we should buy Lucasfilm. (laughs) That was that chapter. I'm a star Wars guy, but the negotiations, my palms were sweating. I knew the outcome, right? George Lucas sold, but the way Iger did it, uh, the negotiations between the two, George Lucas wanted Pixar numbers. Iger said, you're not Pixar. Just, it was, you know, I don't know if anyone from people from Disney will probably hear this. And uh, I just have to say, your company is it's top notch, top notch, an inspiration for us all. And and BLS tries to mimic and copy how you guys treat your staff, how you treat your employees. We went to Mickey's not so scary, uh, not not so scary, the Mickey's Christmas party, um, Sharon, me and the kids, and 
it was just flawless. Mm -hmm. You know, how these people know everything, you know, where you are, the service level, the allergies. Yeah. Um, no, I'm in awe of the Walt Disney Company. They are I really very, am. They are a very inspiring company. I mean, you know, <clears throat> when you call Disney Cruises or you call Disney Resorts and then you go and talk to them on the phone and they make you feel magical and amazing, you know, we always say, answer the phone like a Disney agent, like a Disney, like a Disney cruise line person. Correct. Or, or a theme park you know, person. They're, you, so, they're so well trained and you can tell on the other end how much they like what they're doing and the energy that they give across. And just if every corporation would do that in their call center, because that's all it is. It's just a call center. Right. Some, some person yes. either sitting home on a virtual terminal or they're sitting, they're sitting someplace and they're, they're, they're making these reservations and answering these questions and never getting frustrated. And overall, just the, the client experience that they give out is, is it's second to none. They're, they're not outsourcing their call center to the Philippines. Not that there's anything wrong with that. There is. And I want to <clears throat> tell you, and it's going to segue into this. Yesterday, we, we sent out one of our, um, one of our uh, teammates in uh, L.A. was sick. He was in the hospital. He's fine. Just he had to go to the hospital, take care of some stuff. And, you know, we, we did what we what was appropriate of us. We sent a box of uh, we, we sent flowers. I kind of I don't want to spoil anything, but we sent flowers. Sharon got a call yesterday because Sharon's in charge of all the gifts. Um, it was a woman in her home in a foreign country. Her English was broken. Uh, customer service was terrible. She had an attitude mm -hmm. and she's like. Uh, and I, I don't want to um, imitate the way she said, but I'm going to speak it. You know, she said, she goes, hi, this is a uh, blank from the company and I don't want to badmouth the company, uh, you know, but it's pretty much the only company you could buy flowers from online. Uh, and she said, we're out of your order. And Sharon goes, okay. And she goes, uh, what else do you want? And Sharon's like, I don't know what, you know, what can I get for that amount of money? And the woman was just giving her options and it was, the, the numbers were broken. It was brutal. It was, yeah. it, it was a 30 minute ordeal to just change, exchange flowers right. for, for chocolate covered strawberries. That, that was literally all we had to do mm -hmm. and it took 30 minutes. I've never sat on the phone with a Disney for more than right. a few minutes. My son was sick down there. We had reservations all day and all night and I had to call and cancel each one that was supposed to be a charge and they're like, we're waiving the fee for mm -hmm. you. <clears throat> you. You know, know, customer service over profits all day, every, all day, every day. Absolutely. And you know, better customer services leads to better profits. And if you're, if you have to worry about paying somebody 15 or $20 an hour, you're doing something wrong. Absolutely. It's case closed. Right. And that was, we had to break mom and dad of that. Yeah. We had well, to yeah, yeah. That was a lot of the changes that we made that, you know, you have to look at the big picture. Yeah. You, you have to look at the big picture and service trumps all, no matter what you're doing. Yes. Good service. That's, that's knowledgeable. Yes. With someone who's happy that's taking that's that's doing that's doing the service for you, you're going to go back. Hunt, well, yes. But but if you're going to if you're going to be the type of corporation that cuts corners, it's going to eventually it's going to eventually get back to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, Disney cut, you know, like they were handing out plastic cook in plastic cookies in plastic packets. For their, but who knows why they were doing there right. there must be a reason why they're doing that right. absolutely maybe maybe it was an allergy thing maybe right. it was a gluten thing who the hell knows but you know it, it looked pretty inexpensive i mean i have allergies so when i was getting my That's cookies you know, handing out fifty thousand of those things sure probably wasn't all that inexpensive 
No, of course not. But Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. One of the best leadership books I've ever read. You have that's mandatory for you. Yeah, no. You gotta read it. it. Go listen to it. Go buy it on audiobook. I, I want Kevin to download it too. Mm-hmm. Um oh, and he 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 said Disney War, which was an another amazing was, book. Yeah. Uh Disney War, um, a lot of it was false. He's like a lot of but yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, read the book. Sure. Read Ride of a Lifetime. Harvey put that up there. Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. Very inspirational. You could take a lot of stuff away. <laughs> Um, that was an amazing that, podcast. Yeah. I'm so happy I think with that. We can definitely put numero uno of 2020, make a vision board, get on LinkedIn, post like a mother. Don't outsource. Don't outsource, especially to like the Philippines. That was horrible. Don't outsource your night. call center. Did you see Joker yet? No, not yet. Joaquin Phoenix won yesterday. I was jumping up and down. I got nauseous watching this movie. I've seen it twice already and I have a huge conspiracy theory. We'll get to it when you, when are you going to watch it? We're not traveling anywhere like in the next few weeks. I think you'd be surprised. I think we're going to be traveling soon. I'll, I'll, I'll get there. Mo- Joker must uh, people, watch. People, I have a problem. My problem is, is that if I watch a movie too late at night, I'm not sleeping at night. And I know that the Joker is going to be one of those movies. It was nauseating. I know. I know, it was I know, no, I know, I know I was that, nauseous. I know that I'm going to be sitting in my bed and I'm going to be hot and cold and sweaty all at the same time. Was, yeah. And... <laughs> I want to sleep like, you know, I I don't mind sleeping four or five hours. That's fine. Yeah. But I know if I watch the Joker, right, it's not happening. So when I take our JetBlue flight at 430 in the morning, sitting down in my seat, I'll watch it and that can keep me up the entire flight. I don't care, but I just want to sleep at night. So that's why I didn't watch Joker yet. Sharon and I watched it twice. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It was unbelievable. This, the, the, the message of the film. I'm telling you, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the message after you watch it because it was so powerful. It was so, so powerful. I want to get this shit published. Movie. Everybody, it's been a pleasure. Peace out, everyone. Welcome to Oaken Studios 2.0, 2020 baby. Here, let's go. Later, guys.